0: The mystery and the miracle of the birth of Christ was the fulfillment of the promise that God would be with his people. The very name Emmanuel means God with us, and Jesus Christ is our Emmanuel. In this study, Scott Pauley reminds us of our ever-present Savior, God with us.
1: In the dark days of the Civil War, someone asked President Abraham Lincoln, Is the Lord on our side, President Lincoln? And they said that Mr. Lincoln immediately responded with these words, The question is not, is the Lord on our side? The question is, are we on his side? Oh, what a true statement that is. We return today to words that sound very familiar and very true to what Lincoln said. 2 Chronicles chapter 15, and verse number 2. God's message to King Asa was this, the Lord is with you while ye be with him. I wonder, are we really with the Lord? Do you remember Moses uh, when he had that encounter with that group of people who uh, were rebellious and uh, there had to be a distinction between those that were with the Lord and those that were not? He drew a line in the sand and said, if you're on the Lord's side, come over here. I wonder, whose side are you on today? You see, this, this promise uh, has in it a principle. Everybody wants to talk about God being with them and feel good about it, but wait a minute. Are we really with the Lord? This principle is woven all through Scripture. For example, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29, But if from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him, if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Again, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13, And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Or how about James chapter 4, verse number 8? Draw nigh to God, and he shall draw nigh to you. Do you understand uh, that it is not simply God coming to us? The Lord's always going to do his part. It is us seeking after the Lord. And so we return today to the rest of the story in Second Chronicles chapter number 15. Let's begin in verse number 3. Because the message to Asa continues. He says, Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God, and without a teaching priest, and without law. But when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel, and sought him, he was found of them. And in those days there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries, and nation was destroyed of nation, and city of city For God did vex them with all adversity. What's he doing? He's using history uh, to teach a lesson. There's great lessons to be learned from the past. And so uh, Azariah, the priest, says to King Asa, there was a time that Israel uh, was without God and without a priest and without law, and trouble came and enemies came, and they did the right thing. They turned to God. They sought the Lord. Oh, this is powerful. God is always seeking us, uh, but he is looking for people who will seek him. Are you seeking the Lord today? There's no peace and there's no victory without the presence of God, without getting near to the Lord. And so where does it begin? Well, here's the first great principle. If you're going to live in the presence of God, if you're going to rediscover his presence in your life, first of all, there must be repentance of sin. That's what happened. He said there was a time Israel got right with God. And when Israel got right with God, the Lord turned the tables and took care of all the enemies. God straightened out what they could never straighten out. I have no idea who's listening today, but I know this. Uh, There are no doubt many people who have lots of complicated things going on in life, complex issues, and much of that has come about either by our sin or somebody else's sin. And we're wondering, can anybody ever straighten this out? I want you to know, though you can't fix it all, you can't straighten it all out, the Lord can turn the tables, the Lord can bring the victory if you are willing to be thoroughly right with him yourself. There's a beautiful clarity and simplicity that comes when people simply repent of their sin. When was the last time you had real repentance in your heart? Repentance is not an event, it's a way of life. Uh, we, we begin to repent when we come to Christ in salvation. The Bible says in salvation that uh, there's repentance toward God and faith toward the Lord Jesus Christ. We repent of our sin and believe on the Lord Jesus, and God saves us. But I'm telling you now as a Christian, I've done a lot more repenting since I was saved than I did when I got saved. Uh, Repentance is not just for lost people. Repentance is for all of God's people. And I wonder, how long has it been since you went somewhere alone and just had a thorough confession of sin before God? Do You see all the turning in this passage, in verse 4, it says, When they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel. That's the idea of repentance. And then if you read the rest of the story, God begins to turn. I love this. God turns our hearts to him. He, he uses adversity. Asa, at this juncture, was living in prosperity. You know, sometimes God will use difficult things to get your attention. Other times, God will use good things. In fact, in the New Testament, the Bible says, the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Don't you think it'd be much better if today all the blessings you're enjoying would be a wake-up call to you instead of the Lord having to bring some evil thing into your life to get your attention? Think how good God has been to us. Think of the prosperity so many of us enjoy and let that turn your heart to the Lord. Maybe, like me, you're a place in life where you wonder, will I ever be really near God again? I've been there. There have been times in my life, I, I must admit, that I've been so backslidden, my heart so cold and indifferent, I thought, will I ever really enjoy the Lord's presence again? And I didn't even know how to pray. Could I give you a prayer to pray today? The prophets prayed this prayer, Turn thou me and I shall be turned. You can't even turn your own heart to the Lord, but you can look to the Lord and say, Lord, would you turn my heart? Lord, would you begin to melt my heart? Lord, would you speak to me? Lord, would you show me the way home? Uh, that's a prayer God will answer. It's the first step. And so God begins by turning their hearts, and then what happens? They turn to God. And that's the natural progression. When God begins to speak to you, don't delay, don't resist. Uh, right then and there, say, Lord, you're right, and I'm wrong, and I want to be right with you. And confess your sin. Come clean with God, and God will make you clean. And notice the outcome. God turned their hearts. They turned to God. And so what does God do? God turns the situation. The Lord dealt with their enemies. Oh, friend, God can straighten things out you can never fix. God can work out situations you can't even wrap your mind around. But only God can do that, and God will only do that when we're right with the Lord. You know, the old-timers used to talk about being on praying ground. I wonder, are you on praying ground today? Maybe the reason we're not able to pray much And effective in our prayers much is because we're not in a place where we really can pray. Start with this prayer. Dear Lord, forgive me. Dear Lord, I have sinned. Dear Lord, I want to be right with you. The presence of God uh, is always connected to us dealing with present sin. So you've got to deal with the sin that is in God's way if you really want to live in God's presence. Let your trouble drive you to the Lord and let his goodness lead you to him. If you're in trouble today, let that trouble be a a prod that prods you to God. And if you're living in blessing and prosperity and goodness, then let it be the gentle shepherd that takes you by the hand and leads you into the presence of Almighty God. The Lord is with you while ye be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. I want to plead with you today. Don't stay distant from God. Don't forsake the Lord. Don't be content where you are. Seek Him with all your heart, with all your mind. Draw nigh to God. He will draw nigh to you. By the grace of God today, let it be said, not only that the Lord is with us, let it be said that we are with Him.
0: During busy seasons of life, it is important to be consciously aware of God's presence. In all seasons and in all circumstances, God has promised you His presence. Emmanuel is not simply a name, it is a promise. Be sure to visit EnjoyingTheJourney.org and sign up to receive Scott's weekly newsletter, Helping Your Joy, delivered each Thursday to your inbox. Your joy will be helped with short devotionals, ministry updates, and Scott's upcoming itinerary. Simply click on the subscribe link in the top right-hand corner. From Scott and all of us here at Enjoying the Journey, thank you for allowing us to be an encouragement to you.